1: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
0: This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.
2: Microphones and
1: headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to task him. Sound thinking.
3: Welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And hey, guys, now that Derek's here, because this is kind of a take two, because the first order, but one, they finally let Derek through, but two, they were trying to scramble our guest signal. But before we get to our guest, found out today as we're recording, Wookiee Radio 1 best movie podcast from the Los Angeles Motion Picture Festival. Cool. Nice. Awesome. awesome. That's our 5th award in since December. Is it? Yep. 9 awards total. Game, keep track. 9 awards total. That's awesome. Mighty Marvel Geeks won best overall and Weeby Geeks won best production.
2: nice
3: so um joining us as well uh, he he's not he, he is a part of the wookie radio team but not not on the broadcast side he's helping us with the great hyperspace chase coming up with um, some some giveaways to help with what we're giving away with the credits. Uh, and this helps promote his Etsy page as well, which is Rocky Three Rocky Mountain 3D Printing. And that's Chris. How's everyone doing?
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
3: So, tell us a little bit about how you got into the, the 3D printing and how your Etsy page came about.
1: Yeah, so, um, a couple of years ago, I bought a 3D printer for a school project, and then, you know, once I finished up, uh, you know, just had it you know, this awesome tool lying around, and thought I'd start making some cool stuff with it. Um, had a few products, had a you know, a phone stand for my phone to wireless charge, and, and a few other stuff. Um, but then, you know, last January I got the chance to go down to Galaxy's Edge in Florida, and uh, you know, that was just a huge creative inspiration for me. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that was just huge inspiration for me to you know make all sorts of cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, you know, it's just really awesome to to walk around and, and be inspired by everything that they have at the park there, and uh, you know, also seeing you know some of the community around that, and then um, seeing some you know needs and, and things that people would like to see. You know, as, as great as the you know Disney merchandise team is, they're missing quite a few things in their product catalog, so. Um, started with some, some stands and you know now moving into some more unique stands with some light features and some uh, some carbon crystal displays so uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun um, you know iterating on different products and and coming up with
3: new new ideas and of course you can find his Etsy store at etsy.com forward slash Rocky Mountain three D printing all one word um, now what exactly are you doing with us in regards to the great hyperspace chase
1: yeah so uh, we kind of brainstormed a couple months ago there and, and I've got kind of two two big giveaways that we've got um, modem is sort of a wiki radio exclusive of my currently existing kyber crystal display um it's a it's a seven crystal display with a a light on the inside um you know in the the wookie radio colors um you know i think it came out really well with the metallic silver with the gold accents and and some black details on it and then right on the inside with the button that kind of flips the light feature on it's got the great hyperspace chase logo on it so again, audio medium um, I'll post some of these pictures on my instagram uh, rm three d print if anyone wants to get throw me a follow there. Um, I'll post some of these up so we can kind of get you know some pictures to go along with this audio medium
3: and I will be with this first round winner or one of the first round oh, the two winners of the first round are both getting a kyber crystal i I have two sealed red. Hyper crystals. So there's a chance you may get that rare black hyper crystal. I have picked up. Well, I've got the one for myself, and I've picked up four others. And so far, the five I've picked, all red, no black. Mm. So my hunt's still going.
0: <laughs> so do we know how rare the black is? I, 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 we know it's rare, but
3: uh, last I heard, one, of, one out of a hundred. So. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen
1: pretty varying reports on that. I've seen people pull, like, two and get it, and then people pull, like, 40 and get it. Yeah. So I know I'd be pretty pretty frustrated if I was the guy who had 40 and saw somebody pull it on the first time. <laughs>
3: it's like, I should have picked that one. No. But they they get to the point with the Reds, uh, a lot of the clerks will ask you, do you want to pick it? I'm like, yes, please. They bring the, the section of red over so you could, so you could choose. So it's on you, oh. not them. <laughs> now what you said, that was the first item and that's gonna That's going to go to our, our runner up. What is the other item?
1: So what I've got here, kind of when we talked about sort of going off that, that smuggler's guide deluxe edition model, um, kind of that, that special edition case they had for that book um, kind of, you know, modeled something around that, but kind of with some modifications on it. So I'll share my screen here so I can show you
3: guys what we got. Now we, we went through all the different things, all the different deluxe editions from the, uh, uh, the different books. And I think the smuggler's guides, the one that we liked best and Rebel Files was, I think Rebel Files was really close as well.
1: Yeah, that one was really, really cool with the uh, sort of pop-up hologram of the Death Star. Yeah. That was really fancy. Um, so can you guys see my screen here? I think I'm sharing it with here you. Here we go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so kind of a modification of that. where We've kind of got that, that case with that book. So right here on the front, we've got the, the smuggler logo on it. And then inside here, it opens up and we've got.
3: Uh, so I'm assuming you push down on the middle of the smuggler's lug, scoundrel lug. So it'll be a
1: mag- magnetic latch and it'll just kind of, you know, pop right open. Oh, sweet.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: we got a magnetic latch and then here on the inside, I've got sort of a magnetic tray where you can keep like we like we said, you know, your your park map, your your tickets, anything, sort of memorabilia you've got going for you there. And then underneath in true smuggler form, we've got sort of the secret compartment underneath everything where you can put your credits, your you know, crystals, whatever whatever you need to smuggle
3: through wherever you're headed headed. Oh wow. Now is this something Where, uh, with like the, the, the foam insert that you have for the crystals that that could go maybe across the bottom.
1: Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's kind of open-ended however you want to organize it. Um, got that sort of secret hidden tray underneath there. Um, and then, you know, one thing that I don't have shown here, um, is this outside is going to have like a leathery texture to it. Obviously 3d printed. I can't print leather, but this sort of brown piece to it is going to have that you know kind of leathery texture to it like gator leather to it oh sweet Mm. so yeah that's that's a fun thing that I've you know really added to a couple products that kind of gives it more of that like sort of rugged feel to it I've done like some like metal texture hammered metal texture and then this one will have that that sort of Gator leather texture to it as well. So,
3: am uh, mind noticing too that it's slightly tapered as well. So mm-hmm. that is cool. So yeah, it's got a magnetic latch, and then these two
1: kind of front doors will open up, and then you'll have your your tray and your insert, and then take that out for your secret compartment.
3: Oh, that will be so much fun for that. Yeah, That's gonna be cool. Yeah. And this would go great too. Um, you know, if you win this, take it to Galaxy's Edge with you and something you can keep in your bag to keep, you know, pull out and really have people go, Where'd you get that? That's so awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that leads to my question since I can't win the contest, where do I get this?
1: <laughs> So I'll be I'll be making this available in my store for sure. Um obviously right now I've just got the three D model, I gotta prototype it and make sure everything fits and everything. But um this'll definitely be something I'll be adding to the store soon.
3: And all you listeners could thank thank us for helping helping him bring this to to the limelight. Because this doesn't exist anywhere else outside of buying that book. The deluxe edition. And this is a you know, with Galaxy's Edge carrying the, you know, the Resistance, the First Order, and the Scoundrel themes, this is one of those items that could have been Disney merch that sh- should have been available for Scoundrels because there's really nothing for Scoundrels in the park.
1: Yeah, that's something I've really noticed that there is quite a big gap that, you know, knock on wood, they don't. You know, come in and start making and and taking it away from us makers. But um, there's there's quite a bit of you know ideas and you know opportunities that they are uh, leaving leaving for us little guys.
3: Yeah. See, I would I would love in the shops. Yeah, you got the one shop where you get your resistance or your Batu belt, and it almost looks like a smuggler a smuggler's belt, sort of like Han Solo. But I would love to see one that comes with the holster. Yeah, definitely. for, or, or a Han Solo style belt without the holster. I mean, they got the Jedi belts, which of course will also apply the Sith belt, but you know, where, where's a, a smuggler's belt? Where's a, you know, cause look at the various smugglers that we see in the cantinas and whatnot. Where's that? Uh, the one belt that you get on shopdisney.com, which is also sold at the parks is inspired by Ray and her belt. So and, and it's a male female belt. I this would this would be great, mm-hmm. and, and, and to sell that potentially with a pouch as well mm-hmm. at the parks. I mean that would be that would be gold. Yeah, it'd be printing more money than they already do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm glad we're gonna have that with uh with the great hyperspace chase uh First uh, the latest question is up working on the next one. Uh, right now the current question that's up as we're recording is what's the name what's the nickname of us hosts here on Wookie Radio which all you gotta do is listen to the beginning of the show. It's right there.
2: Or you can
3: read the uh, show internet. notes. yeah um so I'm going to start off with this since we're talking products um St. Patrick's Day is next week next Wednesday by fact as a matter of fact um here are some ideas uh, for St. Patrick's Day in the Star Wars realm for St Patrick's Day gifts if that's what you choose um, this one you've got uh, Star Wars The High Republic into the Dark from Disney Lucasfilm press uh, it's written by Claudia Gray I just that's
0: actually an excellent book I just finished it last week.
3: I just finished the audiobook Monday.
0: I don't know if I like the big, um, the rock ship navigator or not. I'm not sure. Geode. Because you really don't, yeah, you don't learn anything about it other than just he's a rock.
3: I, yeah. It's the easiest action figure to get. Well, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has him already. Um, but I, I love the book. I, I really, uh, you know, of course, the main character that you follow is Reith Silas. Um, there's some. There's some others, um, but what happens with Wreath and you know what you find out with his, his master, and then what happens at the end of the book. I really like that twist, and kind of almost saw it going that way.
2: Yeah. It was. Well, it was. It was
3: telegraphed, but you're like, okay, maybe, but. And I'm trying not to spoil the book.
0: Yeah, some of it is telegraphed by the other books that have already been put out. If you've if you're caught up on the comic books and all the other novels before you get to this one, you already know where this one's going to end up
3: at. Yeah, and that's what I love about what's going on. Um, How they're all like Marvel said, they're all connected. Yeah, and these books are all connected. Uh, If you haven't listened to. The interview that I had with Kevin Scott go check it out it was such a fun chat we had such a great time
0: now uh, the, the the new villains in this the Drengear did they um, did they give you kind of a use on vong kind of feel to them because of the difference between the, the trying to make them so much different than what a normal character is yeah They're not outside of the force but it's a totally different type of deal
3: they're, they're connected to the force and connected to the force heavily, but they're not force users. Yeah. And they're not really force sensitive.
0: As far as we know.
3: As far as we know. Yeah. And the, they and, are and,
0: in, the, um, they are in to the Marvel or the IDW comics now too.
3: I th- believe
0: in this past believe- week's issue of one of those two.
3: Well, this past week was just marvel.
0: Well, the IDW was the week before, but
3: yeah, I haven't read the IDW one yet. And I, I haven't picked up last week's High Republic yet. I haven't read anything yet. But oh, there are people out there criticizing the High Republic, saying it's 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 garbage. Uh uh-uh. uh. I I'm liking it. So you you're not going to change my mind on it. Uh I really dig the way it's going. Um and and I'm I'm suckered into it. So I I can't wait to see more. Uh the next thing up from DK Publishing. Lego Star Wars Yoda's Galaxy Atlas. Hmm. I want. I want this just for the fact that he has a book that almost looks like the Traveler's Guide to Batu, but it's a but it's a Galaxy Atlas. I'm like, yes, please. This would be cool, and I would love to start finding some of these pieces because I would love to have them for like a Lego Galaxy's Edge diorama of having other characters holding quote unquote a map around Um, but with this you can travel the green swamps of Dagobah to the Emerald Forest of Endor with your little green guide uh, Master Yoda complete with a backpack camera and this book. Uh, from the fifth or from the company fifth son there's protect our forest t-shirt. Uh, it's a green t-shirt with Ewoks on it and saying protect our forest. Um, up next we have from Funko and and Pops keychains. The the, the pop keychain Pocket Pop Keychain. And covering green, it's Boba Fett and Yoda. And I believe there is also a uh, Grogu as well that's available that would cover the green. Uh, from Ground Up, you got child the Child Moccasins. Mm. So, um, from ha- Hannah Anderson, Uh, For your kids, get them child-matching pajamas. From Heroes and Villains, get yourself a Rodian uh, sweatshirt, which looks pretty cool. Um, From Regal Robot, there is a Grimorian Fighter Marquette from uh, Mandalorian, (laughs) which looks pretty awesome. Uh, From the Republic of Tea. The Child Green Tea. They do have a few other flavors based around Mandalorian characters. Um, Yeah,
0: there's a whole line of different teas that are actually based on Mandalorian.
3: Yeah, they have at least three different flavors there. Um, Chris knows nothing about tea because it's not a big thing there in the the Denver area, okay, a lie. <laughs> there, there's tea all over the place in that area. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you go, um, up, especially if you go up to Boulder to the Duchamp Bay House. Mm, that's that's a fun home That place. place
1: is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, had my company holiday party there a couple years ago. That was oh, a good
3: time. Cool. That's where I got introduced to loose leaf tea brewing, and I've been hooked ever since. That's going on uh, seven years now. Almost seven, six and a half years. So, nice. From Fonts, who's making this? Uh, From Star Wars Fine Jewelry, there is a Jedi Master diamond pendant. This should actually be more of a jade. Okay, it's got diamonds around it, but it's a, a green what looks like a green stone with Yoda embossed in it. Uh, from T-Turtle, there's Lucky Gro- Grogu T, which T-Turtle's got some great t-shirts. We've gotten quite a few shirts from from them. Uh, and then from Zazzle, you can get a Stormtrooper St. Patrick's Day mug. So, and who knows? Maybe if you contact Chris... He may make you a green Kyber crystal case. Just throw that the in Definitely there, Definitely can do. Throw that the yeah. in there, too. So. Kozyuki. Um. Now. Now. We, we've we talked about this before. We had a, a Patreon um, user who's also a listener to the show. Um, bring this up to us in the past. And I'm just going to, I'll bring it up again. See where we still, see where we stand now. Favorite Star Wars droid. And whoever wants to go first. Well,
2: mine is, uh, I'm still going to stick with HK uh, H- Came from uh, Knights of the Old Republic game.
3: HK47 is a great, great choice.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, cool. He's always, uh, he was, I, I just loved going around calling everybody a meatbag.
3: <laughs> what about you, Chris? I think I seem to like the dr- attitudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like 2SO as well. Personally haven't just
1: played Fallen Order finally recently. I just got a, a new Xbox for Christmas. I think BD1 is definitely uh, up there for me. Yeah. He's a, a cool. Yeah, that that game was just so much fun to I play and, you know, to get through that and, you know, I I knew I was really far behind, but I, you know, as soon as I finished it, just you know, a few weeks ago, I was already googling when
3: they're coming out with a sequel. <laughs> Good luck on that. They don't, they don't have a <laughs> release date yet. Jay. No, no, I think it's like I
0: don't, even think, I don't even think there's confirmation that they're officially doing a second one yet.
2: Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I think there's
1: like talks of plans of maybe, and man, this mm-hmm. is. As soon as I finished that, I was like, I need, I need more of this. Yeah. Mm, that's
2: a great well,
0: like, game. Like Derek was saying, and mine's probably, I think this is what I chose last time also, was um, the droids with a little bit of attitude was, um, I still go here go Chopper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Lots yeah.
0: of attitude in that droid.
2: Mm. Um, speaking of droids... So, I was cleaning. I've been working on cleaning my room here, my uh, my little den here, and uh, I found something that I didn't even realize I had. And uh, I pulled it up. I don't know if you can see this. The oh. Lego Mindstorms Droid Developer Kit. I, yeah, I totally forgot I had this. Oh, wow. Yeah, the problem now now is I no longer have a computer with a disk drive, so I
3: can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for for me, I I think last time I might have said R two D two, or I don't remember what I said last time. But now I I'm kind of I don't. Know. I'm really digging uh, the R5 P8, which is Hondo's droid. And of course, he has some attitude as well uh, in in Clone Wars, mm. uh, and you see him at um, at Galaxy's Edge when you go when you meet Hondo right before boarding the Falcon. Um, and I just got his uh, last year, or at the end of the year last year, I got his Black Series figure. Um, but I I'm also cool with the with the droids in Rise of Resistance as well. The R fives that are in there. And, and there's Oh driving you around. Yeah. And supposedly those are one of those is Gigi, uh, which is the droid connected with um V Mondi. But it's never identified what he. we just know he's a black R five. We don't know color scheme. Uh so, any of them that you have in front of your car could be Gigi. But supposedly, the, the one that we see in the Lego set is the, um, I think, the black and copper in the, in the transport, in the resistance transport ship. I think it's black and copper, so I think that one may be Gigi. But StarWars.com has twenty of Star Wars' greatest droids. And I'm going to go from the bottom. Okay. To the, I'm going to go from the bottom to the top. At number twenty, R3X, also known as Rex. Oh, that's cool. And that is the droid who first time if you're old enough to remember he is the he was a pilot for Star tours. and then when they redid Star Tours, he was supposed to supposedly supposed to be a prototype of a new pilot, which is what we see in the original star tours. Um, but they have him labeled as defective. somehow ends up on a ship that crashes. And um Mubo, owner of the Droid Depot, found him from from his crash site crash site, reprogrammed him to be a DJ over at Olga at Ogus Cantina, which you can now rock out to the tunes, provided by DJ Rex. Which is pretty cool. Still voiced by Pee-wee Herman himself, Paul Rubens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 19, CB-23. This is the ball droid from uh, who becomes a vital partner to to Kaz on Rebels.
0: Basically the replacement for BB-8. I remember it was the first season. It was all it was BB8 all season and then he was brought in the second season
3: yep yeah and they do make like Zoe's got that her her BB unit that she made from droid Depot they sell the same size droid in CB's colors with CB's dome it's the only way you could get that dome is if you buy the CB 23 remote remote control droid. And it has the CB-23 personality chip in it, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, number 18, Dio. Okay.
0: So I'm far, not, I agree with the I'm list a, so far for these ones being this far down on it. <laughs> a couple more of these coming up. I'm, I'm wondering, wait a minute, why are they so far down on the list when I've looked a little bit farther up on the list? and It's like seeing some of the other ones that are on here, I'm like, wait a minute how okay. come they weren't farther down on the list
3: so number 18 is Dio everyone's okay with that yeah Yeah. I'm not a big fan of them but whatever 17 well that's why
0: he's number 18 out of 20
3: 17 mm-hmm. and I think he should have been higher K2 yeah, so. he, too.
0: he should definitely be higher yeah. up on the list way high. higher he's gotta be top 10
1: for
2: me
0: I say he should have cracked the yeah. top ten at least.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say um, top five. Number sixteen to me. This should have cracked top ten as well. Triple zero and BT one from Doctor Afra.
2: Now, I'm,
0: why do they? Why does have to be the same? Um, both on the same number. They should be two separate numbers or two
2: separate droids. I agree. Well, yes and yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I would put C3PO and R2 separate, so I guess you could put them separate. Yeah, they I was gonna say, work gonna off these, each other.
0: If you can put these together, then you kind of got to put C3PO and RGD2 together.
3: I would agree with that. Yeah, but
2: because I think they're better together than they are separate.
3: Yeah. If you had just triple zero by himself, or just BT by himself. I I don't think they would be this high up, but having them together as the team mm-hmm. is what puts them here. That's fair for me because I just love the characters and I and I love the Afra title. I, I could see them being higher, but that's, that's a personal bias. And they don't even have the right look for BT one. Even though I know this came from a cover, that's that's the wrong hit that's the wrong dome for him. Uh number fifteen, L three three seven. From solo. Hmm. See, I think I like her. I am the L three show wear up. up. Yeah, I think so yeah. this is
2: another
0: one. Okay. Just because I peeked farther up on the list, there's a bunch, there's a, there's a bunch of droids way up there, higher, way higher on the list. They should be nowhere near the top of that list.
3: Oh yeah. boy,
2: yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: the next one's another one of those that could be a lot farther down on the list.
3: Two one B. I, I love the fact that they use a sure microphone for his grill, for his mouth grill the old Elvis Mike yes i 55 he's cool and all but definitely lower on the list yeah so. yeah uh, number 13 BB8
0: he's okay there he could be a little bit higher because he is like a main character I would,
3: yeah I would say a little higher I a thought little. it would be too for sure number 12 r1 j5 aka bucket
0: I like him where he's at his bucket mm. was fun
3: lights like his attitude nah, I guess um number 11 ev 99 he was the Torture droid.
2: Yes.
0: See, that's another one, though, that so much of a side character, he could have been farther down with some of these main characters higher up.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then later he ends up being a a bartender in a couple episodes of Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, Number 10, IG-11, speaking of Mandalorian. Thought he could have been up a little higher, but it definitely, yeah, definitely a top ten droid. Yeah, definitely, yeah. off number nine again. I, I could have gone higher on this one too for Lom.
0: Well, you got to think you're in the top ten now, so really, that's probably the right spot for him. If not, maybe a little bit lower When you, if you would have added some of those other ones higher up.
2: Yeah. Again, he's cool. But he doesn't
3: have much... We we don't see... It. He's actually just, I think, on a mannequin body <laughs> there for that scene. Because he doesn't <laughs> yeah, move. Maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> He doesn't he move. Moves. true. true.
0: Well, also it comes to the big question that's uh, been around since forever: is it for Lom or for Lom? It depends on. I think it depends on who you are, because I've heard it both ways officially.
2: That's like the add at question. Yeah. It's <laughs> add at. Well, it, it's always, always being an ad at to me. It
3: will always be for Lom to me. I mean, I, I've heard, I've heard, like with C three PO. Is it C three PO or is it C three PO? I mean, Mm. I'm I'm gonna say tomato. C three PO because the yeah, that's the pronunciation referred to as three PO.
2: Yeah,
3: right. It it just depends on how you want to go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, number eight. I don't remember this one.
0: That's because he's only in the books. And he's only in the aftermath books, so if you didn't read the aftermath books, you lose it. You miss him totally. Which is why why is he at number eight then?
3: Which one? Mr. Bones. Mr.
2: Bones. Oh, Mr. Bones, yeah. Hmm.
3: See, I haven't gone completely
2: ahead. I liked him, yeah, but but I don't think I think eight's too high for him.
0: Yeah, it's way too high. Like I said, if you didn't read the aftermath books, you've never even heard of him.
2: Yeah, you'd have no clue. I mean, he's cool
0: because he's a modified battle droid, but right. Number seven's the one that they could have totally left off this list. I have no oh. idea why it's so far up on the list.
3: <laughs> number seven, official moniker would be the MSE droid, which the we, mouse droid. Which we number own, seven? Yes, we own one. We bought one he's from. we bought one in from Star the parks. Groups. It is
0: a rolling mailbox. <laughs> That's it's, what it is. Yeah. That's its job. It's, drop a message in it. Let it take it somewhere else.
3: It's so
2: it's cool here. to Was away from Chewbacca. Yeah. It is
0: so. Like, why is this number seven when uh, all these other ones were way down on the list? Like K two S O definitely should be higher up than a mouse droid.
3: Yeah, but an L three mouse seventeen mouse droid is so cool. Like I said, we have one, and the one that they sell at yeah, Disney. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Not for that ranking. Zoe named hers Mickey, and that should be way down on the list. And the cool thing about the the ones they sell at the parks is it shoots darts. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. But it, it has the noise, uh, the, the noise chips and everything, and it's, it's really cool. Or noise, was, sound What effects. was that, number seven? Seven. Yeah, that's way too high up. Number six, C110P, a.k.a. Chopper.
0: This is as far down as I would like to see this go. I would like it a little higher, but this is probably about right if you actually had the rest of them correct.
3: The grumpy old it's man, somewhere
0: between four and six.
3: Yeah, yeah, I love his grouchy attitude.
0: Yeah, well, we've heard it described that if R2D2 is the faithful, everybody's faithful dog that's always following you, always wanting to make you happy. Um, chopper was the cantankerous cat,
3: yeah. <laughs> well, and if you really look at it for for that time period, you have R2D2 and C3PO, which would be your, your good. Or um, God, I don't remember. L- will be your lawful good, so to speak. If we go, D&D I would go terms. lawful
0: good with um, R two.
2: <laughs> no, chaotic good,
3: maybe.
0: Yeah, chaotic. Yeah, I see him going chaotic good for R two.
3: Um. Yes. Yeah. Definitely chaotic good. You have BT one and triple zero, both chaotic evil.
0: But no, not completely. I don't think because they actually do have certain sets in their programming that they don't yeah. do evil just for sake. Yeah. They're following what they're actually. You could almost say they're lawful evil.
2: Yeah, you almost could. They're
3: doing yeah. evil
0: things, but exactly what the programming says to do.
3: Yeah, that's true. And, and then you have uh, eight AP seven and and chopper as that okay so you have your good you have your bad and then you have chopper and ap7 as kind of that neutral or in in the the in between where they just get on everyone's yeah. nerves <laughs> but that that's your combo there it is no, you're good. You're bad, and you're you indifferent, so to speak.
0: Mm. The copper actually may, may be close to like the chaotic good. Where R two would be more of a neutral good.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah.
3: Now that you mention it, right? But you have you have Luke with R two and C three PO. You have. Afro with bt and and trips and then you have either Zeb or Ezra with chopper and and AP7 and those are all different interesting combinations yeah so uh number five. The next
0: three on this list, I think, are in the wrong spots. Even though I like the droids, they're too high on
3: the list for what they are. Um, I, I disagree on this one. I don't
2: know. I'd go with... Uh,
3: I think he's in the right because spot.
2: Of, because of who
0: else is not higher up on the list, like like a K2SO or um, even L3 uh, probably, yeah. I would be higher than B1. Or even BB-8. Yeah, you're right. BB-8 should mm-hmm. be that the number three or number four spot.
2: I think B-81 should be in the top 10, definitely. Yeah.
3: But maybe not the top five. See, I, I think there was a missed opportunity with with BB-8, and that's why I, I don't think BB-8 is a, a top 10 droid. I mean, fan favorite-wise, yes.
0: Well, you got to think... Without without R two, BB eight took the R two D two spot in the sequel trilogy. Or yeah,
3: right. But it was so under- so the,
0: the whole thing couldn't yeah, couldn't be done without him. Is the idea?
3: There sure. were so many missed opportunities with BB eight to make him a stronger. character well, yeah. Then he ended up being.
0: You can't hold that against him, though.
3: No, no. <laughs> it, it was poor decisions in, his, in the way that he was used. Uh, but number five, we have BD one. Let's
2: say, uh, go ahead. No.
3: Nah, number four. I don't number four. Uh, I was wrong. It's not AP seven. It's AP five. I don't know I why know. that's he, the he, chopper. He's too. He's that's, too far up. Uh, uh, that's what
0: that's I don't even. I loved his character I liked the personality That's not a top 10 droid for me Because you only no. see him one, A handful of times Two or three times Yeah You gotta think Even when they introduced him Into best. Rebels Still only in there For a couple of episodes
3: Yeah Mm-hmm oh, He was in there More than just a couple episodes He was in there A good chunk of He was good There for Mainly Seasons 3 and 4 It's when we see him most but definitely too high on this list. Um, number three, R five D four. This is
0: way too far up on the list. Way too high.
3: Way that, too. Far.
0: This, yeah, R five D four probably breaks the top, maybe the top fifteen.
3: See, I yeah. would, I would have put R five P eight here. Honda's Astromech.
0: Yeah, but we still don't see no, get to know him really at all
2: not at number 3
0: like i, I said that number 3 really 5d4 number 3 should be um, bb8 really the top 5 here because we've had enough of them now the top 5 should be five of the um the main characters from the from the movies so it should be r 3 p or 1 and 2 that's fine number 3 in my opinion should be like a bb8 Um, number four Mm -hmm. and five I would put K2SO and um, L3 yeah and then then get onto the side droid characters
1: yeah K2SO
3: and L3 definitely got robbed here yeah oh yeah Yeah, definitely so number two I think this is he's in the wrong spot number two is R2D2 with
0: yeah. number one being C three PO. That that just, yeah, like just be either one of those are pretty much interchangeable in that spot.
3: Needs to be swapped. Yeah. I think I'd Or you too. put them as
0: duo as number
2: one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're gonna do that to triple zero and BT one, then you might as well do it with three PO and R two.
2: That's what they put them as
3: in the same spot. Yeah. Now, uh, a month ago, how can you believe it was a month ago? Um, Lucasfilm announced Gina Carano would no longer appear in The Mandalorian. And that she was suddenly fired for spurred, you know, for her many controversial social media posts. Um,. Oh, what day was this? On the ninth was the uh, shareholders' meeting, annual shareholders' meeting uh, f- with Disney. And it was a chance for anyone who owns a share of the company to ask a question of CEO Bob Chapek. Um, so one person did ask about this instance in, in particular. Raising their question in a total, total normal way, implying a new Disney blacklist exists at the company, Chapek addressed the question and accusations of political partisanship by saying, I don't really see Disney as characterizing itself as left-leaning or right-leaning. Yet, instead of standing for values values that are universal, values of respect, values of decency, values of integrity, and values of inclusion. And we have to seek to, to have the content that we make reflective of the rich diversity of the world we live in. And I think that's a world we should all live in harmony and peace. So basically... Dodge the question. It is it's the way I see it. Is there a blacklist? Well, is there a blacklist? Not a yes, not a no. We know there's, a, it's got to be implied. Companies have blacklists with, with talent that they don't want to work with for a variety of reasons. Um, yeah, so I have to admit it. But for for him to say, I don't really see D- Disney as charactering t- characterizing itself as left leaning or right leaning. Uh, I would disagree with that as well.
0: He may not see it that way, but actions speak loud. No, we've talked about Gina Carano stuff at length. <laughs> He, At some point, it'll just move away, but...
3: He he he, he's, he knows which way the company leans right now. He's just not going to openly say it. Yeah. Um. So what? <laughs> Why should he? Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't need to. The only time he, quote-unquote, needs to say it is every four years when there's a presidential election and he just, he says it by how how he endorses what presidential candidate if they publicly announce it, which I don't think they have.
2: Have they ever? I
3: don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think Disney ever has. Yeah.
2: That
3: would, that, would, that would be a mistake to do. It would be a marketing nightmare if they did. Well, no, they kind of, they kind of played their hand with the Hillary, with the Clinton-Trump uh, elections. Huh. But, um, something we didn't talk about last week, or two Just weeks ago. my question. <laughs> what, have they? I said how? Oh, uh, the um, supposedly the animatronic for Hall of Presidents was being made for for Hillary. That doesn't mean that's because they were leaning
2: that way. That's because everybody thought that Hillary was
3: going to win. But there was there was also a lot of Disney put. Disney never came out and said it, but there was a lot of Disney executives pushing more Hillary than Trump. And then when Trump asked, Is there I,
2: evidence that?
3: yeah, it, it was it was put out there because we talked about it all the time at work. Oh, oh, this vice president's going this, you know, doing this. Right. It was all talk around work. I mean, we knew who was going where. Even though the company still never formalized, so it was, gossip. Yeah. so it was just gossip, basing it on. Yeah, no, it, it, it was publicly. I mean, they, different people announced it in their own way. You know that they were, who they were throwing their hat hats towards.
2: Well, that's like saying Marvel is is leaning right wing because Ike Perlmutter is
3: a, is a friend of Trump. There, there what? Well, the other action too that leaned the other, that leaned Disney towards the Democrats was, or towards the Hillary side was after Trump got elected. Iger initially said, yes, he would be part of the, the business commission that he was building. And then all, with all the backlash he got for, why are you doing that when you were, when you were supporting Hillary? He then turned around and backed out. Uh. So there was that as well.
2: Yeah, so. but that, that could just be not necessary. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Because everybody always thinks as Disney as the evil empires. So it's like, you know, make up your mind.
3: Tell me about it. And I work there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mattel releases a premium baby Yoda plush with a motorized pram. I think we talked about this briefly um, with James. But there wasn't a lot of information about it. Yeah. And I think right. it was more they it was uh, what we talked about was the uh the raffle type contest or the contest they were doing to to win the special special one they had released or had made mm. um but apparently there is an actual um Actual one that you could put your plush in, and it'll float around with you. Uh, some info on it uh, features true-to-series details with motorized doors and a base with adjustable stand that is 42 inches high at maximum height. Seems about right. That's cool looking, too. Mm, um. Adorable Grogu plush includes premium features such, uh, such as charming eyes, large ears, and realistic hair and highly detailed clothing. Uh, new season two accessories include the control knob and chowder squid. Uh, the 12-inch tall child has a soft body, arms and legs, perfect for cuddling. And includes a certificate of authenticity. So, um, yeah, there's no pricing listed with this.
0: It looks like it's actually um, – it's a very, very limited, and it's an um, eBay auction that's already happened, a charity auction.
3: Uh, the pre-order uh, – okay. Okay. If you follow... The, the link I got this from is from uh, comicbook.com. Okay. If you go to... There's a link within the article uh, that takes you to Mar, uh, Mattel Creations, which I guess is their version of Hasbro Pulse or HasLab. You could pre-order this for $400. Wow.
0: Well, they actually had a um, charity auction for this that finished on March 5th on eBay. The winning bid was $12,000. I don't know if it's wow. the exact same oh. one as they're selling there, but yeah, this was the uh, Mandalorian of the Child in a floating pram. Wow. From Mattel Creations. Wow. I mean it's a charity auction, but still that's a lot of cash.
3: Yeah, yeah it is pretty wild. Four hundred bucks is a lot of cash. Does it say what charity it went to?
0: Uh let me go back to the article.
2: They probably don't mention it. Not that it's important, I'm just curious.
0: Yeah. Uh Project Art yeah, Project Art. Hmm. Okay. Cool. And yeah, let me see if I can find some information here. Yeah, I'll have to actually look up Project Art and find out what that is.
3: Okay. Um, oh. Now, final story of the night. Star Wars legend wants to meet the Mandalorian's Katie Sackhoff. That legend, Mark Hamill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, we've never met. No, no. (laughs) Um, The show credited Mark Hamill for the role um, since they used his face and voice, but Max Lloyd Jones stood in as the double, uh, playing the part on set. Oh, right. Uh, So, in fact, Bo-Katan actor Katie Sackhoff recently shows that she had no idea that the character was supposed to be Luke until she watched the episode. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That's crazy. So um, a fan on Twitter asked Sackhoff about bringing her dad to the set and asked if it was true that he was there for the big Luke reveal. Yes, although we never got to meet Mark Hamill uh, one or we never got to meet Hamill himself. Hashtag one day Sackhoff replied. Um, replying back, it would be such a pleasure to meet you one day at Katie Sackhoff. It is our desti- destiny. Forcefully yours. Uh, Hamill wrote back. Um, and then Somebody else wrote, Mr. Hamill, I cannot begin to tell you how much you have influenced my childhood, which put me on the path that led to this very moment. Okay, this is Katie Sackhoff saying this. My mind is blown. Somebody please pinch me. This is the way, Sackhoff replied. Um, but she isn't the only Mandalorian star to have some interactions with Hamill. Uh, The actor also had a great chat with Ming-Na Wen on social media in which they praised each other as well. uh, The cool thing
0: is he's fans of all these people, too, because he's as much a geek and a comic fan and stuff as we are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. I I didn't realize it until he was walking out the door uh, that I was actually – had been chatting briefly with Mark Hamill a comic book shop here in Orlando uh, he was down here for Star Wars week, or he was down here for some either Star Wars weekends or uh, or a convention and was here a few extra days prior or previous to the show or the weekend and went to a comic book shop and picked up books that's and, awesome yeah yeah I, I just chatted with him for, for a second or two and I'm like, wait, that voice sounds familiar. And then next thing I know he was at the register checking out and going and out the door <laughs> when I realized crap, that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> so
0: I did find out that Project Art it's actually really cool. It's uh, their mission statement says: Project Art empowers youth, emerging, er, emerging artists, and communities by offering free after-school art classes and artist residencies in partnership with public libraries from coast to coast. Very cool. That That's cool.
3: Awesome. Hmm. Yeah.
0: And anybody who's interested yeah. in that, it's projectart.org. And then- and you want to figure out if you can help. Now that that au- I mean that auction's done, but this is the type of place that um, could always use help.
3: Yeah, right I don't know if y'all heard but um, on the 9th it was announced that the Mandalorian visual guide and the novel that was supposed to come out later this year has been cancelled no explanation given Hmm. but a lot of speculation being put out there
0: yeah,
3: and a lot that that speculation is because of Gina Carano or or Cara Dune, and it's like they're trying to just now erase her, um, out of the universe.
0: That's gonna be hard to do totally because it's it's already there, you know. Yeah. People need to. Yeah. We said that a little bit on here too. Is like she may not be the nicest person in the world, as a person, but that doesn't mean the character was not there and viable. There's got to be a point at some point where we can actually separate the person from the character, mm. the actress from the character she played.
2: Right. I do
1: wonder if they've considered recasting. I've seen people talk about that and. Some people suggesting, suggesting different actresses. and I mean, look at The Incredible Hulk and Marvel movies. You know, they switched them out with no real explanation one movie and
2: kept going with it. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they did that with Batman.
0: Look at the history of Doctor Who. They ended up writing a reason for it so they could keep it going.
2: <laughs> Which was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So, or how many
0: other TV shows from all of us growing up and stuff would change actors in between seasons, and you get nothing, no explanation at all? It's just you keep on going. Uh,
3: yeah. uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I I have. At this point in time, we're hitting uh, the the end of the show. Cool. Hey Chris, on your
0: um, now, where's your Etsy store again? Uh,
1: Rocky Mountain Three D Print. So Etsy com slash Rocky Mountain Three D Print.
0: Okay. Anybody who's going there to check stuff out, what do you have? What's like? Would what you say is your signature item that um, you're you're known for making?
1: Um, I would say probably the, the Kyber crystal displays and actually this, the new product I just launched about two weeks ago. Um, if you guys check it out, it's a saber display that kind of looks like it's, it's got the blade melting into sort of like a metal base to it. That's been super popular and, and, you know, I've been full assembly mode for the last two weeks, just cracking those things out. So, um. But yeah, if anybody wants to go check it out, I actually set up a coupon. Anybody's listening to this, uh, Wookie Radio,
3: for ten percent off anything in store. Oh, very cool! <laughs> so, and, yeah, God. And of course, that smugglers' case coming soon. That'll be coming soon for sure. So that that's going to be awesome. And uh, so what the one of the winners from the first round of the Great Hyperspace Chase is gonna get one of the first uh first cases the very first for sure so how awesome is that that's that's gonna be awesome so yeah I can't wait to get it made um So where can people find you online uh, outside of your store? Um, You can follow me, uh, my Instagram page for my,
1: you know, 3D printing, all sorts of bunch of different stuff, Um, you know, stuff that I make for myself, um, but also stuff in the stores. Rocky Mountain, or RM3D print on Instagram.
3: Awesome. And I am in the process of, getting your logo up on the Wookie Radio site so people could sh- jump to your sh- store from our website as well. Awesome. So, uh, Ken, Derek, any final thoughts?
2: No, I'm looking uh, through your Etsy
0: store now. F- this has got some really good stuff in here.
2: Yeah. I have one final thought here. Uh, I just learned that it that it is think currently or just ended uh, Read Across America Week um, which is a good thing to help get students to read more and you it's a perfect time to uh, start reading some uh, Star Wars books and comics
3: yeah. yeah definitely so well Chris thank you for, for coming on and uh being a part of a great hyperspace chase and helping us with that yeah thanks for having me I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing whoever whoever comes out on top with these and uh definitely I I know we're all interested in getting that smugglers the the smugglers case it's just gonna be such a great addition to have (laughs) yeah I think it's gonna be really cool so well on that note uh, if there is nothing else to be said, uh, we'll just leave it with this.
0: Give the evacuation code signal.
1: All right, cut the chatter.
3: Jets, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.
2: Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid.
0: What is the Rusted Robot Podcast? Hey there, this is Sean. This is Josh.
1: And this is
2: Kitty.
0: We're your weekly, geekly pop culture news. We talk about comic books, movies, anime, celebrity deaths, (laughs) collectibles, toys, movie news. Upcoming trailers and so much more. Check us out on the ESO Network and everywhere podcasts are found. Your nerdy news specialist, the Rusted Robot Podcast.
1: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the T Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network.
3: Your station for all things geek.
2: (laughs) This has been a Weeby Geeks production.